0: to Wii Universe. This is the internet's comprehensive Wii U podcast. Damn it, are we going deep on these games uh, today? We are playing three games uh, based on DreamWorks properties that immediately made both of us say "ug." Uh, yeah. And uh, my name is Steve Ugg Guntley.
1: Hello, I am the Legend Rise of the Legendary Legend, trained Woody Siskowski,
0: <laughs> the second <laughs> of okay. the of the of the Guardian. Gahool. yeah, we've we've been talking a lot about the Guardians of Gahool. There was a weird a movie inf- that is somehow not related to any of these movies. There
1: was a lot of Guardian influx around this time. It was, it was a prime yeah. time to be a Guardian. Not yeah. not until uh, the the Cleveland baseball team has changed their name. All um,
0: right, yeah, they're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah to, the, to the Guardians. That's um, that's a, that's so, a good.
1: It's based on this, right? They're all they're going to be dressed
0: as uh, Santa Claus and Jack Frost when they go out. I mean, I would really hope so, paying tribute to the beloved uh, beloved smash hit film. Something of the sub- Guardians of the Le- No Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, we, okay. it has that talking
1: uh, raccoon with, by. Uh, That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. voiced yeah. by Starring Jack Black,
0: Kevin Costner. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. These are all movies that exist. It's also a William Friedkin movie about a killer tree. I think it's that one. Oh, I think, I think sure. It's that
1: one. They have to drive like nitroglycerin through the jungle, but the tree is going to get them. Or oh, right. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. the
0: devil will possess them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's whole... called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Every every movie is now part of a joined universe. There's the Friedkin <laughs> yeah. you know, where uh, uh, Popeye Doyle is fighting uh, Reagan from from <laughs> Exorcist. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, we're, we're obviously spitballing right now because, got uh, we played three games and man, we still we were, are worried we're not going to have enough time. Man, these are not interesting. I feel like when we were playing through the old uh, Nintendo 64 games, uh, racing games are the ones that always made us kind of roll our eyes. Yeah. Racing games, sports games, to varying degrees, but it was always like, oh, fuck, more of these. Yeah. And now it's definitely DreamWorks games. <laughs> it only took one. It only took that, uh,
1: turbo Stun snail to make us realize, man, we got to combine some of these.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not, uh... Not exciting, not exciting. And the the level of effort, <coughs> excuse me, the level of effort put into these is just so clearly minimal so we're going to put
1: in a comparable amount of effort talking about them today exactly <laughs> i'm
0: going to kick my feet up i actually didn't even do all that much research for sure. this episode because there's really not all that much there's a panda do. he knows kung
1: fu he's like keanu reeves from the matrix what else do you need it's to know it's
0: on the poster like what yeah. do you need to know uh there are guardians they're rising yeah. there's a dragon it still needs training mm-hmm. it, it had some training but now it still needs more we're gonna learn we're gonna learn how uh so let's let's uh, start things off by talking a little bit about what we're playing that are not these. Sure. Because uh, I don't think I'm going to keep playing these. I'm going to oh, spoil really? that right now. Some something tells me I'm not really going to go deep on any of these games.
1: Sure. Um, well, the Capcom Beat 'Em Up Bundle for the Nintendo Switch Ooh. is a fine quality product of games that are not that interesting. Um, <laughs> but it is a collection of like Final Fight, uh, Captain Commando, and a couple like. More obscure beat em ups like Knights of the Round, King of Dragons, but it's fun. It's a fun game on the Switch because they're very mindless. Mm-hmm. Um, to play through one of these ga- uh, beat em ups by yourself, you realize how long and boring these games are. Yeah. Like I played through, uh, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like, I've been playing a fun one called Armored Warriors, where you play as like robot mechs. Sure, and it's one of the better mech games because they just control like Mike Mike Hagar. <laughs> and sure, you can pick up drill
0: arms and yeah. See, I, I like those yeah. style game. Like what's that one like uh, uh, Metal Storm or something where it's like you, you're just a small mech. You're a mech, but you control like a guy. Yeah,
1: like yeah. that's that's the exactly. way I like mech games. Um, and so it's just kind of cool to be able to go and play these arcade games, and they all have like save and continue functionality so once you play them for 10 minutes you're like this is boring again mm-hmm. you sort of slowly work your way through um and i find that they have the right level of brainlessness i try not to play video games when i'm trying to go to sleep but on the off chance that i can't sleep which happens more often than i would like mm. this has been a good one to reach to yeah capcom I, beat em up bundle
0: i could see that would be very soothing uh, I'm playing a similarly soothing game, like a weirdly soothing game, called Subnautica, mm-hmm. uh, which is a survival simulation you are playing as a no, that spaceman. doesn't sound soothing. It doesn't, like, but it kind of is. I don't know. You play as a spaceman who crashes to this all-aquatic planet, and you just have a tiny little life it's pod like that, that you're living that, uh, out of.
1: That scene in Interstellar.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's actually very similar to that. Uh, except no massive waves, just lots of weird sharks and like manatees that poop poison on you. It's a great, it's a great scene. I wish that
1: Interstellar is a movie I like a lot, but I wish that they spent more time on the planets. It has like a lot of really creative planets. There's not like a lot of space movies where they hang out at interesting planets. A lot of them are just sort of spent in the spaceship
0: or like one planet or something like that. Mm -hmm. This one does have a few. I agree. I I rewatched Interstellar not too long ago, and it's it's way better on the second watch. Uh, But yeah, Subnautica, uh, I'm not usually into survival-type games like this, but this one is weirdly very soothing. I think just because I like the ocean, I like aquatic Mm, stuff like that, and I like the idea of exploring this... World where some of the stuff is hostile, but you're not like under threat all the time. So do you just
1: like swim out and gradually go farther and farther and sort of pick up collectibles to that's basically expand it. your equipment,
0: yeah. you have a little fabricator inside your life pod. and you basically you go out, you <laughs> gather resources. you bring them back in. We all
1: have fabricators in our life pods. Dude. Oh, yeah. no need to explain, oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry, basic human anatomy. yeah, um, but yeah, you you bring back resources. You kind of turn like little chunks of copper or seaweed into food and you have to watch your water intake, your food intake, but it's not like constantly watching things. Um, and you just kind of gradually build it out and you get to a point where you can build a little habitat for yourself and, yeah, it's it's enjoyable. I'm. So I'm, you've been uh, on a
1: real like open world underwater explore kick after after Jaws. Yeah,
0: yeah, Man Eater and like I, I, yeah, I did. I've been watching a lot of shark movies lately. I'm just I'm on a sharky kick. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a good place to be, I think. Uh, are
1: are the creatures that you find in Subnautica like weird alien creatures? Yeah,
0: they're they're weird alien fish things, and they all have their own different abilities and like properties. So you can. You can grab, like, a bladder fish, <laughs> which you can use uh, as a little source for extra air because it's just a little fish that's oh, full of air. okay. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, or sometimes you can eat them, uh, and sometimes, like, it'll have adverse effects, and it's just a lot of... Uh, it, it really just drops you in, so is and this, you have to it, figure it out as you go. But
1: this game is not a roguelite. Like, you, you, you play beginning to end. You just start slowly... Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. There is, like, an end point that you can reach in the game. So it's not Each just playthrough
1: kind of... is not unique.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. There's there's a there's a way to do things, I believe. But I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm, uh, I've heard good
1: things about that game. I know a lot of people are fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: only about, you know, maybe an hour into it. But uh, I've already built a couple little thingies, and I want to build some more thingies, yeah. and I'm excited about that's, it. That's the American dream. Yeah. Build just, some thingies, build some more thingies. Yeah, just build thingies on top of your thingies, and then charge other people to rent your thingies. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, it's, mm-hmm. it's great. And then you know you've made it. That's how you know oh boy I guess we need to pull the band aid and talk about these so sure. so yeah Get hyped everyone our uh you know the the template for these games has been set by turbo stunt squad for supreme super snail yep whatever I it was called it. pretty sure it was right yep and uh the, that game is a, that's a game that was, like failed categorically it
1: was a low low bar
0: yeah because it's a movie that's seemingly made for like gamifying, like it, it is a, a racing movie. It is a movie about fast. snails. Steve is never
1: gonna get over this. I'm He's never gonna getting take over this grudge
0: to his grave. I'm never getting about over about the fact
1: that there was that there was a skateboarding game based on racing snails.
0: They did. They turned it into a damn state skateboarding game. So all I was really looking for for any of these three games to be slightly better than Turbo is just like, all right, be a little truer to your source material. Make some sense with the Are choices they're making.
1: Do they rise? Yeah. Are there pandas? Do they kung? They do. They do. And they, do. Uh, and they I fool. already forgot what the middle game we played.
0: Oh, are the dragons, dragons? Do you train them? Uh yeah. I mean, they yeah. kind of train you, I think. That's true. Think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who rescued who, really? <laughs> That's the real question. Uh so let's start with the first game today. It's a good place to start. Uh going chronologically, we are gonna talk about Rise of the Guardians, released December 4th, 2012. It was developed by Taurus Games and published by D3 Publisher. It's also released on PS3, 360, Wii, DS, and 3DS. So this is the same creative team behind the aforementioned uh, Turbo Super Snails. Uh, Um, But a little bit about this movie. So Rise of the Guardians was uh, released October 10th, 2012. It was directed by Peter Ramsey, who would follow that up. His very next film was uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh,
1: wow. Big big step up.
0: Kind of all is forgiven uh, for this movie. Yeah. Uh, It stars Chris Pine, Hugh Jackman, Alec Baldwin, Isla Fisher, and Jude Law. And the movie is based on a book series called The Guardians of Childhood by William Joyce. And the central premise is basically like all these public domain like holiday figures (laughs) are the last things like protecting the innocence of childhood. But the only way that they get their power is if little kids believe in them. So we have a Santa analog named Mr. North. We have... uh, a Sandman, we have a Tooth why, Fairy. Why,
1: why is he not Santa Claus? Why is he Mr. North? Because they didn't want it to be like a Christmas movie? Well, like, and I
0: think they didn't want it specifically to just be like Santa Claus because there are different renditions of the Santa myth in different like cultures. But
1: he looks, so, like he looks Claus, like Santa Claus. He looks like Santa Claus
0: with like <laughs> sleeve tattoos. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> He's that like badass Santa that was smoking Marlboros on those really old ads. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. he's that one. Yeah, yeah, and drinking, uh, drinking vodka and everything. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a bunny rabbit, or an Easter bunny, who's Australian because he's Hugh Jackman. Oh, and, sure. Uh, his name is Bunnymund. Which, okay. Okay, great. That's not a fun word to say. <laughs> um, and so they, an evil villain named Pitch is trying to do away with childhood innocence by making them all cynical and depressed. And so they need to recruit a new guardian, Jack Frost... Uh, who I guess is beloved by kids. I don't really know why he still exists. Like,
1: yeah, what what is, is that, what is he? He's the guardian of things being cold. He's he's the guardian of snowmen. I know that I mean, we There's need him. Two
0: different snowmen. In areas. our eras of
1: climate change, we need Jack Frost more than ever.
0: Yeah, I mean, but was Jack? I mean, uh, maybe it's just not me. I know, like Jack Frost was like a figure in songs. So they would say Jack Frost nipping at your nose, but like, oh sure, did I? I never really. I think of him as... I didn't believe in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I he was like
1: more of a metaphorical concept. Like, you know, are like,
0: you going to give me presents and or candy? Then yeah, no, I don't care.
1: That's true. But, I mean, Sandman falls into the same realm of just like... Yeah. A meta, like an idea of the person who puts you to sleep, not someone who actually rewards you for anything.
0: Because, I mean, maybe maybe it's just because old, old Mr. Pitch got to me already, you know, and sure. made me all cynical. But it feels like... A lot of the reasons, like the kid kids believe in these holiday figures, is because they are getting something tangible in return. You know, like like that's that's the incentive. It's like, oh, if I'm really good mm. and I believe in Santa, I'm getting something. That's true. And, like the uh, idea what's of what's Jack like, Frost going to give you? What's Sandman? Sandman's going to make, make you sleep. But what is Jack Frost going to do?
1: No, that's you? true. It's like these things are sort of. They originate out of myth, but like the myth doesn't matter anymore because it's just like, how does this relate to my life? How can I profit off of this ancient cultural tradition? Right. (laughs) Because
0: when you boil it down, he's just cold weather. Like that's all he is. He's just cold weather. So
1: that's my first problem. No no parent is going to like sell someone. I'm like, oh, that's the wonder of Jack Frost. It's just like, yeah, it's cold.
0: Uh, I I watched this movie back in December. I was doing kind of like a new Christmas movie a day kind of thing, and I'd never seen it. I found this one hugely boring. Uh, is it a,
1: is it a Christmas movie? Really? I mean, it's, it's I like mean, just it's a holiday movie. It's a, just excited I, by the premise of holidays.
0: Yeah, it was it was an asterisk kind of thing because like you know a Santa analog is a major character in this, and they spend yeah. a lot of time at the North Pole with elves. Uh, not specifically a Christmas movie, but you know there's the the Christmas tinge to it. I just found it very dull. Um, I, I think I'm kind of an apologist for a lot of these DreamWorks animated movies for the most part. I think I like them more than most people do, but... This one uh, is probably the lowest non Shrek uh, DreamWorks animated movie. For we, me. So you you like this oh, movie you know less what? than Turbo? No, I take that back. Turbo, I liked less. <laughs> okay. I liked Turbo less. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, got, and there's others I haven't seen. I'm sure they're bad.
1: It's got like a, I would say a somewhat fun premise. It kind of feels like it could be if it was like a Tim Burton thing or like a Neil based on some Neil Gaiman property, it would have like some sort of interesting edge or something, some way to like take that mythology and be like, well, how does this sort of tie into where these characters fit in today's Mythology, sure, but um, and
0: then it's here, like a it, holiday Avengers kind of thing. Yeah, yeah but yeah. they're all just very
1: blandified. They yeah. all just kind of have like little catchphrases and like a couple powers that they do that are just sort of simplistically represent the character.
0: Right, and it, it's a it's a movie that's like weirdly dense on like world building and plot, okay. and it's there's just no real like. Joy or energy to it. It's it's well animated. You don't want joy in your holiday movies. Oh, it's true. It's Uh. true. We've got enough of that. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck that. I I want a boring holiday movie. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. That's what the kids are clamoring for these days. Uh. Yeah. But like Alec Baldwin, his voice of Santa Claus, doing like this weird like heavy Russian accent for some reason, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's not good. I wouldn't recommend watching it. I'm sure younger listeners are probably like oh i grew up on that movie it's amazing i'm like you know what go back to kindergarten you jerk well those would be, That's very, those would be
1: very you know i, I don't know very, i guess not necessarily it could be 20 20 years old at this point let's yeah. not think about that i'm not gonna think about yeah. it i'm not
0: gonna think about it all right let's talk about the game a little bit the game version of because Rise you of definitely
1: Guardians. would recommend the game right? oh
0: hard recommend yeah. hard recommend all right stop uh, the episode now everyone there you go best uh, game on the system easily number one uh yeah, so Rise of the Guardians is a very uh, uninspired kind of. I think we I said Diablo, but you said Gauntlet. I think that sounds a little. Bit I more mean, indeed, accurate. you
1: know, Diablo. To be fair, is like the natural evolution of Gauntlet. Oh sure, um, it's
0: it's, and, it's an isometric dungeon crawler, basically.
1: Is, yeah, is what it exactly. Is. You just walk around and you s- smack things. Um, sure. And the, the difference is in Diablo the things that they leave are very important to you. Mm-hmm. And in Gauntlet, you don't give a shit. <laughs> and this is this falls closer in the Gauntlet scale because like enemies just generate and you attack them and then eventually the game lets you move
0: on. <laughs> and I mean, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think kind of by default, this has risen to the top of the three games we played today because it was the least broken, I
1: think. Oh, interesting. I You know, I weirdly haven't even thought about that. I'm kind of just like in a weird spectral haze where my mind is very much elsewhere and unengaged by these games. Yeah. And I already forgot that we were supposed to rank them. Yeah. We've do done it every time. And I I'm do like, too. which of these games did I... I didn't like? I didn't like any of them. And so, like... Just
0: just so we uh, spare anyone writing in, like, we're both fine. Like, we're, we're not like yeah. in, in a bad place or anything or, or bored with the show. It's just like, literally, I'm so bored by these games. <laughs> yeah. I have so I had, I had so much <laughs> trouble developing any kind of enthusiasm for these three.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so, all right. Well, Let's let's break it down here, Steve. We're we're clearly getting confused. We need to get our heads back focused. So in this game, the game starts. Yes. Rise of the Guardians. Rise for, up for for Wii U. Here we go, everyone. Um,
0: there's no footage from the movie in this game. No.
1: Why would there be? There's sort of like they kind of look like paper cutouts a little bit or yeah, like,
0: like christmas card storybook yeah it's yeah. A, it,
1: it's a nice look on the cutscenes for them not being having any footage from the movie like sure. it looks colorful and welcoming but the actual gameplay doesn't look like that at all yeah like, the yeah. gameplay is surprisingly dark you kind of just start on like an abandoned street right and you can play as it's four-player co-op mm-hmm. um and you can just jump in and jump out as any character, which is something we've seen in a couple Wii U games, which I appreciate.
0: I, I, I do appreciate it, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And your, your choices, yeah, are the Santa Claus North character, the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, the Sandman, or Jack Frost, who's just a little kid. Yeah. And they all basically feel the same. Um, you have a regular attack button where you'll slash or shoot a little laser beam and then a shield, and then a special attack. Mm-hmm. I It's very hard to see what's going on in this game, yeah. because the, the environments seem very sort of crammed, and it's just the things are not clearly outlined as what is what. Like in the original Diablo, for example, when you highlight it over an enemy, they would kind of get like this little outline around them. Yeah, so you know
0: exactly you, who you're attacking.
1: Yeah, and here there's just like a lot of things that kind of spawn, and you just kind of... Slam on the A button a
0: bunch. Yeah, yeah, there's a whole lot of that. Uh, you know, they they have a map layout that give you a couple of different mission points. Like, uh, not a whole lot of variety of the missions. It's usually, like, break these guys out of a cage, uh, defeat a bunch of, like, evil shadow go horses. Go open these treasure chests. Yeah, find treasure chests. Uh, but most of them all boil down to just beat the shit out of a bunch of waves of enemies until they go away. And that usually just it revolves around slamming on one button over and over. Now, you can... Uh, upgrade your characters. You can get new different skills and abilities as you go on through the game, and you can power everybody up uh, either automatically or you can choose where to put, like, skill points. Because
1: it's so hard to see what's going on, like, I never really got an idea of what any of these other abilities did. Yeah. Like, North has one where he, like, summons the wind to blow enemies away... I mean, it doesn't really look like much of anything,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you can use like this. Uh, uh, they call it a co-op like special ability. I don't know what makes it co-op. I think maybe one of us controls it, one of us summons it, or okay. something. But uh, basically, they just you just generate a big energy ball, and you can kind of roll it around in the field and Katamari uh, style. Yeah, and destroy things until your energy runs out. Uh, yeah, as, as you get hit, your character lose. L- loses belief
1: And if you run out of belief You kind of become the spectral form Then you have to use Mind sand Revival sand Some kind of sand Dream sand Dream sand <laughs> What's reliable sand? Oh, reliable sand You know you get it, uh, it, it It's your sand But it keeps getting stolen Sure Like from your From your local beach Like <laughs> Put some reliable sand in there. It comes It comes insured <laughs> by the Reliable Sand Co. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not taking this sand with you. You try to pick up that sand, it just attaches itself to your face and melts it. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah, if, yeah if you're yeah. not, if it, you don't, License your DNA. You have to register your DNA to the sand first, mm-hmm. and then if somebody who's unregistered to the DNA comes and tries to pick it up, it attaches to their face and melts it. So don't keep keep your kids away from reliable. Yeah, sand. no, no,
0: no, no, no. Yeah, that's that's strictly for fun-loving adults only. Yes, who just exactly. Love getting their faces melted off.
1: Anyway, your yeah. dream sand um, revives your character once you're out of belief. Yeah, and I think we could all use a little dream sand.
0: No, we sh- we should out of we should not stop believing. I've heard that in a song somewhere. Yeah. Um, you shouldn't do it, because you'll make Santa Claus disappear, people. Yeah. Knock it off. Makes him invisible. How,
1: how is he going to ca- conquer the Martians?
0: And he, he, He'll never do it. I mean, and that this Dream Sand, like, it kind of replenishes on its own, so there's really no level of challenge to this. Uh, so you're just gonna keep playing it until you get bored, and uh, it didn't take us long.
1: Yeah, this this game is a pretty tough sell. Like, it reminds me a lot of the Adventure Time game, Enter the Dungeon, because who knows? Yeah. Uh, but that game had a lot more personality. Like, graphically, this game looks a little more modern than that one did because right. like the characters are larger, but it's much easier to tell what's going on in that game. Yeah, the characters exhibit a lot more personality. The other problem is like there's just a tricky balance of it's I'm appreciate that you can kind of level up your characters and put stats in different places here. But since the game doesn't show you how much damage anything is dealing and since it's kind of designed to be a multiplayer thing, you don't really have the time to sort of or understanding or desire to go in and be like, okay, if I put my spec stats here, it'll do more damage this way. Mm -hmm. And you never get any other items or weapons, so there's no actual, like, build of, like, I'm going to design my character this way. And I'm sure eventually, as you level up, you just have enough stats to fill up all your stats.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) which... Which, oh, okay. great, awesome! You'll be the impenetrable sand guy. You'll be the like, bell of the guardian ball. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it, it's a no for me, dog. It's uh, it's a no. <laughs> it's uh, tough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's again the best of the three that we played today. Hey, but, man! Uh, not for me. For all right, me, all right. For me, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna presume for you. But let's jump into our next game here. How to Train Your Dragon two this was released June 10th 2014 again developed by Taurus Games and published by D3 Publisher and this was released on PS3 360 Wii and the 3DS all right now the how to train your dragon movies i'm all on board for it. I think these are the best things that DreamWorks has ever done. I think they're among the best modern animated films. Uh, They make me cry a little bit. Wow. They're really good. I like them a lot. There's three of them, right? There's three of them, yeah. All three of them delightful. Uh, I think How to Train Your Dragon 2 might be my favorite one. It's it's the empire to the trilogy. It's the darker one. It's the more mature one. I uh, debuted on June 13th, 2014, directed di- by Dean DeBloy and featuring the voice talents of Jay Baruchel, Gerard Butler, Emma Thompson, America Ferreira, Craig Ferguson, Jonah Hill, Kristen Wiig, Chris Mince Plots, TJ Miller, Kit Harrington, and Jimon Ansu. Uh, now, obviously, this is a follow-up to 2010's How to Train Your Dragon, uh, which I think is their highest rated critical film, if not their highest grossing film. Wow. Um, and the sequel sees Hiccup and his beloved pet, Dragon Toothless, a few years older, they're settling into the new dragon-centered lifestyle on the island of Burke. Uh, but there are some mysterious, like, dragon poachers who are encroaching on the mm-hmm. island. Big money
1: in dragon poaching.
0: Yeah, yeah, big money in dragon poaching, absolutely. What um, what,
1: what parts of the dragon do you think they are the most useful? Like, so, like, I guess you would use, like, their teeth to, like, mm-hmm. blade your blade your. Uh, barbed wire club or something
0: oh sure yeah and you you have uh their horns you grind them up for an aphrodisiac okay um the, and
1: the scales so you can uh like play uh what's what's the what's the viking equivalent of football
0: oh <laughs> it's a uh, futinballen.
1: ballin yeah you yes make futinballen yes. ballin uniforms from dragon scales
0: absolutely and uh dragon wings uh a lot of people don't know this that's what you use to make a snuggie Oh, yeah. Fun yeah, fact. Yeah, absolutely. Well, finally yeah. I learned something on this podcast. Oh, finally. Finally, it's about time. I knew if we stuck around long <laughs> enough, we'd we'd gain some knowledge. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a really good movie. I have I've watched this one a few times before and it it's it's very touching. It's weirdly I'm going to say the best performance Gerard Butler has ever given. Uh, which I think people like I'm not even saying that ironically. I think people discount voice performances. But Gerard Butler, kind of an unpleasant film presence, I find. <laughs> sure, to me, not he's to had this. a
1: rough career
0: to say the least. He's, he's like, had, uh, I mean, he's had a surprisingly downs.
1: long career. But has he been in, besides, like, has he been in one good live action movie? Not, not
0: like, any one that I like. <laughs> thing comes to mind. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't think of one that I actually like. But he's, he's
1: one of the few actors, like, and maybe Nicolas Cage was like this for a while. Yeah. but where you like, you see him in the credits, and you're like, nope, not interested. <laughs> right. Like Nicholas Cage is certainly like. Raise the bar for himself, and it, he, you know, not to say not interested in Nicholas Cage, but like Gerard Butler, you're like, Oh, that movie looks cool, and they're like, Gerard Butler, and you're like, like eh, Oh, never yeah. mind, yeah, never like, mind. Geostorm seemed fun, oh, wait a second.
0: I mean, weirdly, he's still like successful, like, those, yeah. those fallen movies, like, there's a trilogy of like. White House being attacked movies that are really successful. I yeah, is which is, which
1: is very weird. I have never seen a single one of them. I'd have never I don't think I've ever met someone who's seen a single no, one of either, them. No, me either, but like, apparently they're making money. <laughs> yeah. So, you know,
0: whatever. It's it's all good. But I, I think he is quite good in this movie. And and you know, everybody's pretty good in this film. Uh, what's not pretty good is the gameplay here. And I, <laughs> I was I was actually cautiously optimistic on this one because when you open it up it it doesn't look bad no it's a decent representation of the movie the
1: presentation is a lot more exciting like you kind of i didn't know if it was just because we'd played it right after the the guardians one yeah but that game very much just feels like they sort of shoehorned in those characters into like whatever like they could be anything here you feel like oh, you're like, r- the camera's right behind Hiccup and the the dragon, and sort of right from the start, I'm like, oh, this is like Panzer Dragoon, which is very much what you want to be like when you're making a how-to-train-your-dragon game.
0: Oh, yeah, that should be first stop, Panzer Dragoon. Okay, yeah, then you can expand from there. And the idea of, like, a more mission-based not on rails. Panzer Dragoon is a good idea. Yes. Like I think that would go great. Uh, I'd, I'd love to play that game from Sega. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So
1: this is, it's very much kind of has like a pilot wings feel Yeah. of just like you start in this area and you can just kind of, kind of fly around and yeah, the colors are very bright. It seems to use a lot of music from the movie. It did. Yeah. Um, and it's a good which, score, which sounds yeah. very good. Very epic. Um, and sort of sweeping. And then right from the beginning, they kind of just uh, saddled you with some pretty simple missions of like, follow this guy around to get a handle on your dragon. And then you go to these sort of roosts. Yeah. And as you get closer to the roost, you press X, which is where we sort of got the first indication that maybe things were not going to be as responsive as we wanted. As you flew into the roost multiple times. I had a and hard
0: time f- landing on these roosts. Yeah. yeah, it was a problem. Uh, yeah, that was where... It's pretty much like the space between... You start the game out above the ocean, and by the time you get to the island, it's like, oh, yeah, this game doesn't work. <laughs> it's yeah. like, this, this is pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. No, it doesn't our work. Improve, uh,
1: yeah, definitely our initial reaction to this was pretty solid, and it steadily declined the more we played it.
0: Yeah, the big problem that we have here, I think, uh, has got to be with the camera. I think that's probably the biggest problem. Yeah, we thought problem. we had
1: left this behind as we moved mm. past N64.
0: Yeah, really, yeah. we haven't had too many camera struggles with no. any of these games so far, but yeah, this one was pretty bad, especially when you're trying to look down. Uh, everything just kind of goes to hell the moment the camera is positioned behind you. I find myself get—I found myself getting a little motion sick mm-hmm. from all the juddering camera angles and everything, because you have to control both. It's not like an automatic follow or anything. You do have to control both. And oh, it's... I
1: wasn't even controlling the camera at all. Oh, I, really? I just, found, I just found like the default camera was just not very responsive to where I was turning or yeah. too responsive. Yeah, I also got a little motion sick. And like you said, when you when you dive down, it's like the camera can't quite keep up with you and you're just sort of looking out into nothing. Yeah. You're like, what's going on? The other big problem is whenever you you know run into something at a high speed, your character will get knocked off but often, like this, is just not made very clear. Like the character makes no real sound that yeah. he got knocked off. Like he might say
0: something later, like ooh, no, ouchie!" And I mean, ah, you get some "Suey you get some... Mama," <laughs> oh, hotsy Totsy." Yeah. yeah, you 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 know, I uh, I got some laughs out of some of the really goofball ragdoll physics yeah. because, like, there was a moment where I fell off my dragon and I wasn't sure why. Yeah, I uh, didn't really lot. didn't really know what was happening until it was happening, but. And then you're bouncing on the waves in the water like it's ground. You're like (laughs) rolling on it and you're not sinking below. You're just kind of bouncing off of it. Uh, And then you just kind of, after a few seconds, you'll auto generate back on your dragon. I think the first game in the series had on foot sections where you can like get off your dragon and explore and they did away with those this is an entirely dragon based experience this time around
1: which is fine if you have dragons to ride on like why do you want on foot sections yeah who cares like, you, yeah. you don't you want to ride around on your cool dragon
0: oh I, oh, I want to go talk to the blacksmith <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like no exactly. I don't I don't just, give a shit just
0: put the blacksmith in the air riding on a dragon too. yeah yeah, I will happily have a conversation with him if he's like a riding a blacksmith dragon like carrying yeah. an anvil or something that'd be cool
1: that would be cool so you go to these different um, sort of routes and then it gives you a quest like each or like a little mini game to partake in and each roost uh gives you a different mini game and the first one who boy we knew we were in for a treat um we all you know, fly through rings
0: oh man oh. It, how, can you ever go wrong you cannot we were like three yeah. for
1: three on ring flying it is, it is
0: the mark of the best games ever made that mm-hmm. you uh Tony hawk
1: 5 mm-hmm. uh, superman Train your dragon 2 superman 64 yeah yep. yeah they're always great <laughs> they're always great so um and again things fell apart there's certainly it's certainly Controls a little better than Superman 64. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's just occasional times where your dragon, I guess maybe we hadn't trained him enough.
0: No, no, no. He just
1: doesn't seem to respond. You'll kind of like pull up and try to turn, and then he just that doesn't happen. No. And or you'll just at one point your character just kind of stopped. Right. Like in the middle of the air. Like, so your control here, you can shoot a fireball with the right trigger. Um, you can flap faster with A, or you can break with B, and that's about it. And just the, the act of flying through rings is so frustrating and un, so unsatisfying. Tedious.
0: Well, and it, it wasn't clear. Uh, yeah, yeah, the goals are often not very clear because we went to one. Roost where often, We mean, all the always, time. Always, yeah. always, never clear. We went to one section where uh, we flew up to a roost and it was a shooting gallery. And you're thinking, oh, OK, I'm going to have to fly through and like use my dragon breath yep. and shoot things. And that wasn't the case. It's now a touchscreen minigame
1: it goes into first person and you were, you were pressing every button on the controller. Yeah. Why
0: can't I shoot? Yeah. And they don't mention that you need to like use the stylus and like tap on your targets, which was also annoying because it takes so long for your shots to recharge. Your dragon gets like five good breaths in, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can hit your five targets, avoid the Viking women. Apparently (laughs) you can hit the Viking men. Do not hit it. They're all, they're
1: all wood. Hogan's alley is like wooden cutout. Yeah. yeah. Vikings, but but,
0: but that, that was something they were clear about. Uh, yeah, and so you're just supposed to like tap on these things. Yeah, we run one thing, out.
1: One thing we know about the history of Viking is very respectful towards women. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, famously <laughs> yeah, so. Famously exactly. so. <laughs> they would always go through the town and be like, "Oh, you're the women here. Go over here in safety. We're going to do some raiding, and then we'll peacefully
0: leave." Gentlemen, tonight we sail for England to give flowers to the yeah. villagers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all that. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. Yeah, pretty pretty bad little mini game there. I don't know. And then you know the, the stylus screen was responsive enough, but. It was probably like a full like five or ten seconds to recharge your shots, which doesn't sound like much, but in a game or in a TV show or something like that, a ten second gap is a really long gap. Like yeah. just, you know, it's it's a lot of dead air, uh, which you don't want. You know, so you have seven different uh, dragon riders that you can choose from, and all of their. Little dragons have their own kind of special abilities, but they don't feel that different, really. No, I
1: found the most useful one was the guy who rides on the dragon that kind of flies like a hummingbird. Yeah, yeah. Because he takes up the least space in the camera. Yeah. he he does the best job actually catching up with him, and you can see more of the world.
0: It's the, I forget the character's name, but they match, like, the biggest character with the smallest dragon, so you get it, like, the guy's almost bigger than the dragon. It's, It's a cute little design.
1: And I will say... Credit where credit is due. Not that it matters that much, but the guy who does—if it—you if, didn't think it was actually Jay Baruchel doing I don't the main voice, so. but that guy does a good Jay
0: Baruchel impression, which is yeah, like uh, uh, easily the best of the impressions of any of the which games. which is is not like, Cause cause like nobody a gra- came back for their. That, that's yeah. not like
1: a great sell. Like if you're like if you're you know you're a struggling actor in L.A. and they're like okay like we're we're looking for someone who's like this kind of type like. To be a Jay Baruchel type isn't great because they could probably just afford Jay Baruchel. Yeah. You know, yeah he's that's, not like a big star. That's like so, a, yeah, that's a very
0: specific one. Uh, it's like
1: you definitely you want to be a Brad Pitt type. Yeah, not exactly. Someone's exactly. like, okay,
0: we can really use you, not a Jay Baruchel type. Yeah, just confirming. That was not him. That okay. was a that was a very good uh, Jay <laughs> yeah. Baruchel impression. I'm I'm actually all the more. Impressed or you, or you get a, that. you get him at parties.
1: Like you're like, like are we what, gonna...
0: it, it's kinda it's kinda nasal, kinda nerdy, kinda friendly. I don't know is that is that any good my son is so into jay baruchel he's
1: <laughs> what, what's the what's the movie the apocalypse movie that takes place oh this Christmas? is the end this is the end yeah, yeah. That's, that's my son's all-time favorite movie. oh sure so we, we got him at the local p- party we pulled out the jay baruchel impersonator <laughs> and brought him in to do all the jay baruchel's famous catchphrase lines from that movie like hey <laughs> yeah, what's up guys
0: uh, yeah, so we, we, we flew around. There are a couple of little missions you can do, little tokens for all the dragons hidden around. And it seems like a somewhat decent size overworld, but I don't really know how big it is. We were getting yeah, a lot you of can draw, fly over like, pretty quick. We, can, we can get a lot of draw distance issues.
1: Definitely. So eventually, you get to the spot where you're like competing against other members of the clan to see who trained the best dragon sure and yeah definitely like things are popping characters are popping in and out of existence and here is where things just totally fell apart yeah and like for all of the issues with the camera and controls i was like i still like that this game is just sort of nice and open and pleasant to play yeah uh, in the same way yeah like i said a pilot wings would be but here it just things seem to not work The, the instructions we got for this mission we fly through the rings as fast as you can in the race
0: and we just kept going around and around we did like 6 laps and like there was a timer but it was counting up not down yeah so, so like that that indicates that there was some end point that we were missing and i i don't know if it was that we were supposed to be hitting every single I, that ring that has to, to be it that you had to fly through every ring except the game doesn't like
1: enforce that in a logical way like if you skip a ring it'll just let you go through the next ring yeah even superman
0: 64 like if you miss two or three you have to start over
1: yeah so there that's a design superman 64 didn't make a better design choice than this game and that is not what that's 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 not where you want to be because here yeah if you miss a ring you're like uh do i need to go back for that or should i just go all the way around in the circle because there was like a place in the race where you're like fifth third and like even if you missed a ring, you kept moving forward in the place. So we're like, I guess we're doing it right. Yeah. But I don't know. And you can shoot your fireballs to sort of slow down the people in front of you, but it's not clear if that has any effect. You also get blue rings that give you a power-up, which yeah. are all very unclear what they do except for the one that give you a boost. That one I understood.
0: Right, yeah, <laughs> that one made sense. But yeah, it's so hard because even with other guys like chucking items at you, and then like we said, when you're trying to aim down, like the camera just goes real squirrely, and there's a long section in this race where you have to like race down through like five or six of these rings, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were just kind of looping over and over, and the beginning of the event said that you have to compete in five... Like back to back events, and then determine who's going to be the best dragon rider. So, like, there were supposed to be four more events after this one. We yeah. couldn't get past. Being as we couldn't figure out how
1: to get past the first one, we're like, all right, we're done with this. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think it was uh, the the next game told us pretty clearly when we were done. Yeah. Like, uh, it but made this, the decision for us. This one we had to we had to pull the plug ourselves. Kind
1: of dis- dis- disappointed by this, not because I thought that it would be fantastic, but I do think that this game did probably the best job of feel like if I was excited about how to train your dragon as a property, yeah. I would be excited about the things that this game offered.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I, I was, I was cautiously optimistic, you know, because, and it, it is different than anything we've seen before. It isn't just like, Oh, this is just blank with these characters. You know, this felt like something a little more distinct. Like we say pilot wings, but it did feel like it had its own vibe from pilot wings and from Panzer Dragoon. Even. Yeah. Like
1: a neat combination of those, except then when it actually makes you play the game, you're like, ah, this is just not fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see someone take a pass at this, like, kind of a similar formula, but just, like, with a little bit more polish. And And this is a great,
1: I mean, I think that the How to Train Your Dragon movies are, are, you know, finished. But, like, this is a great, would be a great license.
0: For sure. That. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, there's still a popular like Netflix show. Like, yeah, there's there's all kinds of stuff they could do with. Yeah, it, really. So. I, I I'm
1: happy with this game, and I just want this game, but a version
0: that doesn't suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me this game that doesn't suck. I I think that's a good philosophy for everything. All right, let's move on to our final game today, and that is Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends. This was released on December 15th, 2015, developed by Vicious Cycle Software and published by Little Orbit. And it was also released on PS3, PS4, 360, Xbox One, 3DS, and Windows, so no shortage. Well, this was of a 2015
1: game that came out on PS3.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, and and on Wii U, which was dead by this point yeah. practically. Uh, so this is uh, the only game today that we're talking about that uh, is based on the overall franchise and not the specific movie. I okay. guess I should also say about How to Train Your Dragon. Like they kind of do away with the plot of the movie entirely. And it's just it like all like these it. little it's maybe, just like all these little missions. Yeah,
1: maybe there's some cutscenes once you get past that initial tournament, but it didn't Yeah, it didn't I don't seem I like don't it. think
0: so. It didn't seem all that interesting. It was all about like becoming the best dragon rider in town. So yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, so the original Kung Fu Panda debuted in 2008, and it became one of DreamWorks' biggest critical and commercial hits. Uh, it starred Jack Black as Poe. Uh, The titular panda who dreams of being a great kung fu master, but he is a big, fat, slow guy, and everybody keeps telling him he can never do it. But can he after all? We'll have to find. There's three movies. That's spoiler, but he does it. Uh, The original film also starred Dustin Hoffman, Angelina Jolie, Seth Rogen, David Cross, Jackie Chan, and Ian McShane. It would spawn two sequels and a Netflix show. I haven't seen either of those. I hear really good things, actually, about Kung Fu Panda 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, that's supposed to be a really good movie. I haven't seen it, but good yeah, luck to it. Yeah, it's right up there with, like, Citizen Kane. Yeah, and it's Citizen Kane, Kung Fu Panda 2, and then Akira, and then, uh, Akira, and then uh, uh, The Dark Backward. Yep, yeah, these are this is the new the four, AFI top four, the four greatest movies of all time. <laughs> I Mount have no Rushmore. idea what the dark
1: backward is, but <laughs> oh, it sounds that is good. Your movie, okay? It's
0: about a guy, a stand-up comedian, who grows an arm out of the center of his back and decides to turn that into his act. Oh, it does sound like a winner. It's got Bill Paxton is a weird, shady guy, and Wayne Newton is in it. Okay, and I think you'd like it. Okay, uh, yeah. So the game today is the last of five different games based on this franchise. So uh, yeah, yeah, most of them are based on the movie, but this is a this is a. Property that lends itself well to video games. Yeah, it's it's all about fighting. I you imagine know? like most of them are three D platformers. You just run around as the panda and punch things. Yeah, and the the original movie I really like. Uh, I I think they do a really great job of anima- animating like kung fu action and like hmm. there's there's something really amazing about like martial arts on film like when they're well, done especially at, like, when you're a really seeing a panda level. do it like do you ever yeah. go to
1: the zoo and you see those pandas doing kung fu like it's a beautiful most, thing
0: most they're gonna do for me is like fall over on their back eating bamboo so oh. i'm never there when the pandas oh, are fighting Oh man you, know. you gotta come in the evening when they do the
1: kung fu show oh, is that it it's an yeah. evening you thing come, okay. you keep coming
0: too early That's i know the they have their own bio rhythms it's mostly just sleepy sleepy cuddle eat bamboo but there there is a fighting section no their, yeah i definitely uh, got a tradition
1: you go to the zoo you buy the dip and dots <laughs> You go to the, the uh, Kung Fu Panda Pen, and then at about, it's usually about 6.30, they start doing the Kung
0: Fu. Oh, okay. And it's, right. it's really a
1: thing of beauty. So yeah. I, I understand why DreamWorks decided to make a movie
0: out of one of nature's great wonders. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I, I, I'm all for it. No, I, I like the first one a lot. I just never really bothered to follow up with the second two. Uh, but you know, I, I'm not mad about it at all. I think that I think it's great. Surely think, you have better things to be mad
1: about. Keep it going.
0: Yeah. You know, you got to let go of some of your uh, animated film based anger sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I, I tried. I've tried to let that go. Uh, we did previously mention Vicious Cycle on our Turbo episode. They also made a yeah, yeah. They also worked on that Every one. Every time too. you say Turbo, I just go oof, oof. oof. That's just it's, an automatic response. Now. It's an instant response. Uh... Fortunately, I'd say uh, this is better than that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'd this game
1: does like an that. innovative thing that you might not think of. You know how in most fighting games, yeah. you end somebody's health and that's how you win is you, you remove all of their health. Well, here, mm. the health doesn't matter. Like they have this bar, the health goes down, but all that does is make them get knocked farther away every time you hit them. And you win by actually knocking somebody out of the ring to the side or all the way up to through the sky, oh,
0: like no one's ever done this before. Brother, that is smashing! That is a smashing, smashing choice for them to make. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I think it's great. Yeah, this is a Smash Brothers knockoff. Yeah. It's it's not that or, or you know, uh, what was the original game the Smash Brothers is based off of? The, uh, the mercenary one, Are the they they, Out Foxies, the Out Foxies. This is an Out Foxies. <laughs> oh sure, game. I'm sure that's what they based it on. They There's probably pa- some foxes in here. They just yeah.
1: had parallel thinking to uh, <laughs> Nintendo in 19. 98. They did. They,
0: this one's long in development. Yeah. This has been in development since 1996, uh, before the movie came out yeah. by 12 years. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, so it, it's it's a Smash Brothers knockoff, which I'm again I'm not too mad about that because that's a good fit for this franchise. It's a good fit for the formula. And but it's I don't tough. know that I've ever like, played a Smash Brothers knockoff. Now ooh, that I think PlayStation All star oh, Battle, Battle played that Royale. One. Yeah,
1: it's it's hard to make a Smash Brothers knockoff because. Smash Brothers does Smash Brothers very, very well, and like it's whatever true. you might think about Smash Brothers, that's about the best version of that game there could possibly ever be.
0: And and so yes. much of it is dependent on your investment in Nintendo and in Nintendo's history and in these video game characters. And yeah. similarly, like you need to be really invested in the Kung Fu Panda universe to get excited. But I'm about guessing
1: these that like there's probably going to be. More excitement toward, like, for most people at points in their life, they're going to be excited and more excited about a Nintendo character than these Kung Fu Panda characters. Yes, yeah, I can't imagine. Just because that the Nintendo characters cut such a wide swath of different things. Yeah, they do. Um, here, you just basically have a couple movies
0: you'd be enjoy. And everybody here is just basically a fighting animal. You know, yeah, they all not since have... the days of Brutal Paws of Fury. <laughs> yeah, they've they've all got kind of the same thing. You know, like they they're all within this world uh
1: so oh, did, did, did we get a did we get an email from someone about how bloody roar is awesome and we're jerks did that was that the game
0: or was it brutal? Uh, yes plus? Okay. yes there was So yeah yeah we'd yeah. like to
1: go on record for whoever sent us an email saying that we were jerks for saying bloody roar was bad just know that we toss off a lot of random things <laughs> about games being crap that may or may not be crap yeah and that's just the heart of podcasting sure because we got to fill time somehow so if you like bloody roar that's awesome. I'm probably gonna go play it tonight. Vote, vote on
0: vote for us to to cover it on Ultra Sixty Four DD. Yeah, yeah there come you go. On, we'll good, do good. It. Write your local senator about it because yeah, the senator. He
1: got more impact
0: than we do. Exactly. Yeah. No. I I listen <laughs> to my senator. Who just know we have know. we have no
1: personal grudge against Bloody Roar. It's just a fun name drop, and it is. May or may not be bad.
0: <laughs> right, it, <laughs> may, it may. It may. It may, may not be great. Be. Like I, I played the first game once and got bored by it and turned it off. But yep. you know, hey, I do that with a lot of stuff. That's that true. Might you did it, for example, with Kung Fu Panda Three: Legends of Legendary Legends. I mean, to be fair, the game reject the the Wii U rejected it on our behalf.
1: Yeah, the, the Wii U was tired of these DreamWorks games. It was like, oh, you're putting in another one of these. And yeah, so we reached we,
0: a point where we just got a loud, high-pitched whine, everything froze, and we just had to reboot. And it's like, is this worth the trouble of booting it back up to play again, or do we get it? Yeah. And uh, I think we got it. I think it. we got it. So, uh yeah. You, you
1: have a decent number of characters here.
0: 28 in total. Uh, yeah, yeah, which
1: the problem is, like you said, they're all kind of fighting animals, and the difference between a anthropomorphic fighting tiger and an anthropomorphic fighting panda and an anthropomorphic fighting gorilla yeah. are not that significant when they all stand on two legs not really yeah yeah Um, and so your basic control scheme here is it's it's confusing because it's totally a smash with a knockoff but the control but like the buttons are all shifted around Right. And I
0: was I was just playing smash last night. And so I was already instantly confused that like the jump buttons are on the bottom and the action buttons are on the top. Like it didn't really make sense intuitively.
1: Yeah. Um, But you have like your special moves where you can press a directional button at the same time to do like a different orientation tail whip or special moves or like shoot some energy projectile. None of these moves are, like, particularly interesting. It, But it's it's hard. Like, I get it for the developers. Like, the difference between Link's power set and Samus's power set makes a lot of sense. Right. Because those characters are designed very differently. One's a
0: future lady with a gun. The yeah. Others are the other's a the medieval man with a sword. And like, so, like, yeah. it's a tough... When you're in the writer's room and they're like, okay, what moves should these
1: crocodile have? And you're like, uh, a tail attack. And you're like, yeah. okay, great. Now, what move should this tiger have? And you're like, a bite attack? And you're like, okay, yeah, that sure, makes sense. Sure. And you're Roll like, okay, now we're out of ideas. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they all have kind of variations on the same thing. Yeah,
0: you use your arms and legs to inflict damage, yeah. you know. Every once in a while, like in Smash, little objects will appear in the stage that you can use. Uh, I did, I had a hard time telling what a lot of these were. Yeah. There was like a green sword. That well, that you just shoot re- lasers from it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Remember that
0: scene in the movie when he gets a machete that shoots lasers? I mean, they very well may have been a thing in one of the movies. I have oh. no idea. But, like, I, I, I didn't recognize it. There were some assist trophies that came in. Like, uh, I think it was probably there. there's a Mantis character in there played by Seth Rogen in the movie, which is, like, it's a fun design, and it's fun to see him in the movie, like, whipping around and, like, chopping people up, being, like, a tiny little bug. Yeah. But... In a gameplay perspective, you wouldn't really be able to pull him off because he's significantly smaller than everybody else. So he comes mm, in as an assist sure. trophy.
1: Though there is that annoying, like, sensei, like, what is he, a fox character? Like, a rat? You
0: know, I'm honestly not clear on what he okay. is. That's but the Dustin he, Hoffman character.
1: He is noticeably shorter than everyone, and we were encountering problems with that of, like, the first level in the turn one-player tournament mode. Yeah. is He's the first opponent you fight, and we're playing as this tiger, and it's like all our attacks were going over his head. Yeah,
0: okay, you're just punching directly over his head. And yeah. that was
1: pretty annoying. Like, yeah. That, that's really the problem... With aside from all the other things that we mentioned that are problems, sure. The real problem with this game is it just does not. It's not very responsive, and it's really hard to play a Smash Brothers knockoff that is not responsive. AKA, to Smash Brothers, one of the most responsive games that exists.
0: Like fine-tuned controls where they allow for a great deal of accuracy, and this that's just not here. Like I would feel sometimes like my character would ignore my commands. You know, Mm -hmm. like just straight up I'd press punch and they wouldn't punch. Like I don't know, and that you had one job. <laughs> you yeah. had one job fighting Tiger and, and that is to punch things when I tell you to.
1: There's just there's just enough of a delay between every button where you're like this just doesn't feel quite right or when you try to grab and your opponent just isn't grabbed and that that just le- makes everything frustrating. Like this game already has a tough hill to climb because this game came out after Smash Brothers for the Wii U. Right. And so it's like, at this point, everyone who wants it is going to have Smash Brothers. And so what can be your selling point here, aside from the characters? But even that isn't quite strong enough. Like, right. there's a little, I would say the the sort of cutscene here was better, the best cutscene we've seen in all of these games of, like, the Jack Black character is playing with action figures, and someone comes up and talks to him. Yeah, in and- that
0: there was, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they 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 it was it was using the models of the movie to try and like replicate the style.
1: Yeah, to make tell its own story even though that story is just hey, you're in a tournament, fight people.
0: Yeah, it was literally like he he the the master comes up and says, "Oh, you've been bugging me to launch this tournament of legendary legends." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "And I said you could do it." He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> And then the game starts. I, I guess he needed a so reminder he that he told that him to that he did it already. Yeah. Like there's no real conflict there.
1: And so, yeah, there's the one player mode and then there's the versus mode where you can play up to four people um, and you can put in computers and stuff. I, I don't know. It's like it's just this game. I think in a vacuum, this is probably the game that I would enjoy the most, even though it sort of froze on us. Right. Um, I don't think that's a regular feature. I don't think this game is designed to freeze and be unplayable every 15 minutes um but i
0: can't think of a reason to play this game when smash brothers exists no i i can't either even if you're a diehard kung fu panda fan like yeah. it's uh you know give it enough time enough iterations we're going to have a kung fu panda in smash brothers anyway <laughs> everything's going to be in it you know eventually i'm in it game already that's <laughs> yeah, true yeah yeah so not very good none of these were very good i'm sorry no. to say uh but do we prefer any of these to Turbo? I would say I prefer all of them to Turbo.
1: I also prefer all of them uh, to Turbo.
0: But by how much? Let's move on to our rankings, unless you have any no, other pressing information. I to don't. Share about this these is games. this is like this is it's something that's interesting to like gauge the room and the
1: energy as we do different episodes. And I feel like we've been very like in sync with each other, just in terms of like look, but like not just very low energy. This is like yeah. this is the Ultra Sixty Four episode you want to listen to as you're nodding off.
0: Sure. Bed, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing some laundry, stuff like yeah. that, you know, for the for the completists. Uh so for me, uh yeah, none of these are going to be ranked very highly for me. Uh we've played wow, we played 31 games on this show already. That's impressive. Uh I lost track of that completely. <laughs> All right. So uh I am I'm I would say I would rather play the Walking Dead game over any of these. I agree. I agree with that. So these are all going to be like next to the bottom. Okay. Uh, but the order that they're going in directly under Walking Dead at number 31 is going to be Kung Fu Panda for me. Oh, uh, so no, I... you know what? I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go Rise of the Guardians. Okay. I thought I thought I converted you. No, <laughs> no, I, I I didn't quite come around. Kung Fu Panda will be directly under that and How to Train Your Dragon will be below that because I feel like that was the most broken of the three yeah uh which is a real bummer because I do love that movie and I love that franchise but uh and, and I think it's the game that had the most ideas but it just it was executed so poorly that I just couldn't really get past it
1: yeah I'm I'm, I'm pretty much actually in almost exactly the same place I like these more than or less than the Walking Dead game but more than Epic Mickey 2 which was so enraging. Yeah, God. Um,
0: wow, that one really biffed it.
1: So I'm going to put... You know what? I'm going to just be different than you for no reason at all. Okay. Um, I like How to Train Your Dragon 2 the most, oh. just because I agree, it was kind of broken, it was kind of frustrating, but at least it felt like it was trying to be true to the source material.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, yeah,
1: yeah, points, points for that. Yeah, for it sure. felt like it was not just knocking off some other thing. And then I liked uh, Kung Fu Panda next. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rise of the Guardians I just found so bland. It's really boring. Even though... I agree. Like it was more functional of a game. Like it, I had so little reaction. Yeah. Look, they
0: they aimed very low and they hit their target, but it's still a low target. Yeah. 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 None of those are particularly great. I would say uh, you might want to wait until next week for something that might be a little bit better. At least I would hope so because it is. The most popular game of all time.
1: Oh, interesting! We are playing Grand
0: Theft Auto Five. Uh, that would be uh, that would be a lot of fun to play on the Wii U, <laughs> actually, uh, because it would be unfunctional. But no, we're playing Minecraft. Oh, we're playing Minecraft. We're playing two Minecraft games. We're going to play real actual Minecraft, and then we're going to play Minecraft Story Mode, which is the Telltale Games version. I did not know there was a story to tell okay. in uh, in Minecraft. This is going to but... be
1: like us embarrassing
0: ourselves as old people. I think so.
1: Have this you is... played
0: Minecraft before at all? No. No, I never have. Have you? I have ever so briefly,
1: and I was just like, what is that? I was just very
0: confused. Yeah, but this is, yeah, like I said, this is the best-selling game of all time. This is so important to, like, generation, like a generation of kids right now. Uh, so I'm going to really attempt to get it. I'm really going to try. I think you should. Uh, so Tell me t- about it. Absolutely. It's a ter- uh, yeah, we have no letters or anything this week, so tune in next week to hear about Minecraft. All right and uh hopefully it's better than this. Now no, uh, yeah, fly away Dragon. Everyone
1: everyone should be asleep at this point. So, oh, so have, no, have no, a wonderful die. soothing soothing night and we'll just make soothing ocean noises as uh, Steve fades the podcast out. Shark! Arr, matey. <laughs>